the college basketball experience weekend preview episode on the sports gambling podcast network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now, or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com, and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to five hundred dollars in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's better fantasy, B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Yes, you're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So get it and let it ride today. What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broad Stop. Thank you, guys. Welcome to the college basketball experience weekend preview. My name is Colby swinging Dan base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh yes. 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 We're previewing college basketball Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes, and you know I had to bring in the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's happening, man? Hey, talking college hoops. We have a, uh, I mean, a pretty, pretty exciting weekend ahead of us. Um, it's I mean, not just the NFL playoffs, is it? We got a lot of good basketball coming up too. Oh, I mean, college basketball number one, NFL playoffs number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that's obvious for me. I mean, not of even. Of course, yeah. I'm right there with you. Um, and uh, so let's let's hop into. Uh, I mean, I guess before we get into Friday, Saturday, Sunday slate, is there anything that's jumping out? I know. I mean, I feel like I should address this up front. It's, Are it's, you coming out? Yeah. <laughs> About time, buddy. Yeah, c- c- coming out uh, to to SGPN Studio, hopefully to watch some uh, some college basketball because I've been missing God's eye. That's the only coming out I'm going to be doing, buddy. But uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. But uh, look, uh, here we go. Uh, the standings in college basketball currently. I know it's 
it's a week away from February or 10 days away from February, nine days away from February. Um, we, we did uh, conference previews on every conference. And I think you look at some of these uh, conferences right now, Houston's in first place in the AAC that we projected. SMU is currently up on Memphis at Memphis. But if you look at who's in second, who's in third, it's SMU in Tulane. I mean, SMU is going to, if they win in Memphis tonight, they're one game out of uh, the top spot and they haven't even played Houston yet. Uh, what do you make of that? I mean, is that, I mean, well, it is surprising. And also the bottom of the conference, like Wichita sitting at zero and four. I mean, you know, that's surprising. Uh, ECU has been better than expected. Memphis, you know, I thought Penny Hardaway was going to win the national championship and win every recruiting battle. I mean, the way the off season and you know, people were, <laughs> were talking about him. Uh, it turns out, I mean, you do have to coach and you can't just collect talent. You got to, you know, put the pieces together properly. Uh, but uh, actually the American is one of the leagues that's towards the top right now. The only su- surprise is probably Tulane. I don't think anybody had them up there. Temple, Some other conferences I mean, Temple's there at number f- like uh, Temple's like what? Yeah. Surprisingly after the way they started, they looked like shit out the gate back in November. Um, let, let's hop on over. I mean, I, I'm, I, I guess the storyline that you're going to see here. So watch the a 10. I mean, this is sh- pretty shocking to me. Davidson's in first place. We did not have that. And I think we might've been bullish on Davidson a little bit though, and had them towards the top uh, Dayton's in second Rhode Island, Rhode Island's in third. I mean, the, the favorites were St. Bonaventure, Richmond and VCU by not by us, but I'm saying by everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Davidson, Bob McCullough's guys, they, they started off the season one and two. Uh, so what they've won 14 in a row, including uh, against Alabama against, you know, just, they just swept the two Richmond schools in Richmond, beating Richmond and VCU. Yeah. I didn't expect them to win both of those. So yeah, they're on a roll, man. Granted, you know, their schedule other than those two teams I, I mentioned hasn't been great, but they have still been knocking off like decent teams, like, like Northeastern or Charlotte, or they haven't went over ECU and Alabama. Uh, Delaware. Yeah. Alabama was a big one that I mentioned earlier, but you know, uh, their start to the season has been fantastic. And you know, just to, to go up there to Virginia and beat Richmond and VCU both on their home courts in the matter of a couple of days, that's doing it, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, the uh, let's, I'm just going alphabetically here with the power with the, with the bigger conferences, but you hop over to the ACC. I know this is your, your conference here, but, um, Miami one, Florida state two, Notre Dame three. I know Duke is right there. Um, that's still shocking. <laughs> that's still it absolutely is. shocking. Look, we've kind of been on Miami for a couple of years now. Last year we were wrong. Well, they last were year, injured injuries, last year. Yeah. COVID injuries. It, it, they just never came together, but obviously this year, just, you know, knocking off Duke and UNC, <laughs> uh, and they had the big matchup Saturday, the rematch game against Florida State. Um, that was their only loss, right? Didn't they lose by one? Yeah, kind of got hosed on a, on a late call. Right, right. Kind of got hosed on that. So um, revenge, huge matchup in Miami on Saturday. It's that's one that there's probably like five or six 
marquee games on Saturday. That's definitely one of them. And uh, yeah, they've been a nice surprise story. Notre Dame as well, but you know, let's not get too crazy here because it yet it's it's early in the year. You know, conference schedules. I don't know who Notre Dame has played. I, I don't think they lost to they, uh, they, no, they beat UNC. Well, they right? whooped Clemson and they beat North Carolina. They whooped yeah, Clemson. I, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That's not, not that's not too shabby. But one of their losses uh, is, is we were kind of all Notre Dame yeah. from the um in the preseason also. Yeah, we were, we were, and we kind of jumped off because they looked bad in the out of conference, losing to St. Mary's. Losing to Texas A&M, uh, uh, they, they and then played, they started off conference play losing at Boston College. Yeah, I was about to say that was the one that was the 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 one that we all sat there and said, "What the fuck?" Uh, the big the Big Ten once again. Wisconsin's in first place. Illinois is shocker. Illinois. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's a complete shocker. Illinois is right there with them, and then Michigan State. Um, but coming into the year, it was. Michigan, Purdue, I feel like maybe Illinois and Ohio state in that mix too. But I mean, even Rutgers is one game out right now. Um, It's pretty shocking there. Yeah. You hop over to the big 12 Uh, currently Kansas is in first place, but um, so that I guess wouldn't be too big of a surprise, but Texas tech and Baylor right there as well. Texas tech's been the surprise of the bit and really the the poor performance of the Texas Longhorns. Yeah, yeah. People were saying, I mean, us included, just seeing all the the transfers they brought in, we're like, this team has as much talent as anybody in the country. So we thought they had Final Four potential. I'm not saying they they don't now, but it's getting to the point where if they don't turn it around and look like a cohesive unit soon, I I'm starting to have my doubts if they ever will. I'm starting to have my doubts if they make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, right now they're yeah. what thirteen and five overall, three and three in the league. I mean, they're still ranked right now. So I, if the season I, ended right now, I think they're still good. I think they're winless against tier one opponents. Yeah. Um, the Big East. You know who? No, no. That, that, that win over West Virginia gave them. Okay. I think I, I think they were winless before that game. I know they have a horrible record in, yeah. against tier one. Um, the Big East. Providence is in first place right now. Providence. Providence. Providence has never won a Big East regular season ever. Uh, Nova and Xavier are, are tied at two, and then Marquette are uh, is the, the 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 spot the team after that. But Marquette and all of a sudden you'd say, hey, well Marquette and UConn and Creighton all have a decent shot as well. I mean, some huge games this weekend. We, we will see. But man, could you imagine? I mean, that's my my point here, and I'm gonna key in a couple more conferences here. The Pac-12. I think everyone was talking UCLA and Oregon. Now Oregon is waking up when they just went to LA and beat USC and UCLA. Now I will say this before I touch on on Arizona: the fact that they're not allowed, not allowed to have fans at the UCLA game and the USC games and the Stanford is that game. the whole state? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's brutal. That's a brutal like I. It's it's a bad, it's a major disadvantage. You have to yeah. go play at Arizona where the place is packed and crazy. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. And like like I was watching the UCLA game and I go, I mean, it it just feels like a game that it, there's no one there. It it, right. it just feels weird. It, it like it, right. it's a huge disadvantage. So, uh, but but Arizona is the is in first place and the team to beat and they they square off against the Bruins soon. Um, 
but that's shocking. We didn't have that. And right. then uh, the SEC Auburn's one. I feel like we probably would have had Auburn right there, but uh, with in the mix, yeah. I, I, maybe not number one, but in the mix. And you know, like I, I like I in the column I wrote recently about uh, who I thought was the best bets to pick a conference win right now. I mean, look, Auburn is six and zero in in the league, seventeen and one overall. They look like one of the best teams in the country, but I, I pose the question: Are they peaking too early? And and look, they have a ton of talent, uh, so maybe not. Maybe they're just that good, and maybe they'll just continue being this good all year. Uh, but I think it, there's, I think it's worth worth uh, discussion because they might be peaking too soon. They're going to hit some adversity at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is. It's been a. My point that I was trying to make was it's been a wacky season. I almost. I feel like the ones we probably predicted most was the SEC, with Kentucky and Auburn at the top. Yeah. That's one where I feel like, oh, we actually nailed it as of right now. Yeah, I mean that's what we don't want to get too crazy because it is only January twentieth, you know, when we're recording this, and there's still a ton of basketball left to play. Most teams have only played between what four and six conference games, so typically the cream will rise to the top. But there's definitely been some surprises so far, and there's some teams that were way off our radar who are playing damn good basketball. So, uh, dude, that's why college basketball is the best. It yeah, is because it's not a foregone conclusion when the season starts, like college football. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, you can make the case like the NFL. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, how yeah. many people had the Chiefs and and the Bucks and the Rams this far? I think everybody, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's let's hop into Friday's action here. Um. Toledo, Ohio, a gigantic game in the Mac. Uh, this is at 3 p.m. on the uh, West, 6 p.m. on the East. But these are the top two teams in the Mac: Toledo at 14 and four, Ohio at 14 and two. This is at Ohio, in Athens. Um, I already, I, we have a line on this game, I believe already, and I already locked this thing. Ooh. Even You're that confident about this game? I just am that confident about. Have you have you seen the teams that Ohio lost to? At Kentucky and at LSU. That's it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, okay. So you so you so you're going Bobcats? Yeah, they're 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 they have a lot of players that have played with each other for, for a long, long time. So I just think they are the clear cut uh, better team here, the more experienced team. Toledo's been a great story. I've been I've been I've had a lot of fun watching this Toledo team. I'm not going to bullshit you. Ohio's laying four currently. I thought, hey, you know, I get it. Toledo solid team, that R.J. Dennis and, and Ryan Rollins, but Ohio is just, I think, the the, the top team in the MAC. So I'm gonna yeah, take- the guys you're talking about, Mark Sears on the perimeter, uh, Ben Vanderplas down low, and then Jason Carter, who started his career at Ohio, transferred to Xavier, yeah, transferred back to Ohio. So I do like the Bobcats. They are they are nine and zero at home. Uh, meanwhile, Toledo's just four and four on the road. Now, some of their road losses are are to, against some pretty good teams here. They lost uh, at Oakland, at Michigan State, at Richmond, and at Kent State. So you know, at least they're good losses. But it's two good offensive teams. I do think Ohio is slightly better than Toledo, and they are at home, which is why I'm I'm going Bobcats too. But I didn't feel confident enough to lock it. 
Look, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, buddy. And and uh, with, with when it comes to MAC conference games, I feel pretty good. Uh, I I don't know that I've ever lost a game on Ohio this year. Maybe you can talk me into yeah. it. I mean, Ohio sitting at fourteen and two overall, five and zero in the MAC. Uh, Toledo six and one in the MAC. So it is a huge matchup. Uh, it should be a great game, man. It should be a lot of fun. It's on national TV, CBS Sports. So uh, yeah, tune in. Hell yeah. Um, then uh, you jump down and say, uh, well, I want to touch base on one game that maybe isn't on the radar of most, uh, most pop college basketball podcast. And that is uh, in the Northeast. We have a game tomorrow between the second and third place teams. Bryant is at Merrimack. Um, this is one. I'm very curious what you're doing here. I think Bryant's the better team. Agreed. And I, I believe the number is short. I'm trying to find it here. I believe it's two and a half. I did. I lock this up. I think I locked up Bryant here. I was strongly considering doing the same thing. Merrimack screwed me about a week ago when I locked them up at home, laying four and a half to uh, Mount St. Mary's. And then sure enough, they lost straight up. Um, so well, I mean, that right there tells me Merrimack, the home, the home court advantage isn't that great. And I think Bryant is the better team. So you're talking about a short spread here. Uh, I'm locking up Bryant minus two and a half. Agreed. Yeah. Um, I just think. Uh, I mean, first off, it's a huge game, though. It, I will say this: if Merrimack is going to have fans that uh, you know sh- show up, it'd probably be for a game like this. But um, hey, uh, I just I mean, think- and you know, if you're looking at Bryant on the road, the last road trip was an, o- an overtime loss at Wagner. Um, you know, not great. They also lost at Stony Brook uh, in December. Uh, and then they had some losses against some, you know, some major programs like Houston, Cincinnati, and Clemson. But you know, if you're looking at in-conference play on the road, they're not great. They only beat Central Connecticut by four on the road. And like I said, the loss to Stony Brook, the loss to uh, Wagner. So right now they're just what one and two on the road in conference play. And that one win was a close game against a bad team. So uh, I would say, I still think I'm, I'm going to go with it. I still think Brian is just a better team than Merrimack and um, they're going to get this done. I am with it. Um, we scroll down there. That's another big game though. We're going on on Friday that not most people don't realize is a big game, but uh, want to touch base on this. They can't afford a loss here. ESPN two. 4 p.m. on the West, 7 p.m. on the East. St. Bonaventure at Duquesne. I feel like Duquesne's been playing better a little bit in January. Um, the Bonnies coming off of an ass whooping at Dayton, where they got just slaughtered. They can't afford to lose a game like this. I mean, that, with the way Davidson's playing, Bonnies might be in trouble. I'm gonna, I'm still gonna take the Bonnies here against Duquesne. I think I actually locked it up, but. I I do think they better start worrying about uh, what yeah minus five I locked it up. <laughs> I did too actually. Uh, I'm gonna give them one more chance. You know, obviously they're more talented more talented than Duquesne. Duquesne just lost two in a row. They lost at home to Dayton by twenty. I think I locked up Dayton in that game back on January fifteenth. Um, but I, I I can't get the Bonnies right. Um, I picked them over LaSalle. They didn't cover that game. Then I picked VCU against the Bonnies, and what do they do? They beat VCU by twenty. You know, I did I did fade them correctly against Dayton last time out, and sure enough, they got beat pretty bad on the road at Dayton here. But I I mean the Bonnies are are better than Duquesne. 
Yes. Right. So I'm going to give them one more time. If they go in to Pittsburgh and take care of business, maybe that'll breathe some life into this team. Cause yeah, it's been surprising. I mean, some of the losses, you know, like I said, 18 points to Dayton, Virginia tech whipped them. Virginia tech yeah. won by like 40 almost. Yeah. I think it was 37. So Bonaventure has been a major disappointment, but I still think, I mean, Duquesne is not that good. The Bonnie should win this. They should cover. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Illinois at Maryland, Maryland's one that looked like they kind of waved the white flag too. Um, any chance Danny Manning's bunch knocks off the first place Illini? I don't think so, man. And the, the Illini is only laying seven and a half. Uh, we saw Andre Corbello. He is back. He missed a few games. We saw him in that uh, MLK day game against Purdue. He, where he was one of the best players on the court. So the fighting Illini back to full strength. Maryland's lost five of their last six, the last two of them by double digits, including a home loss to Rutgers by, I think it was like 11 or 13 yeah, or something. Yeah. So I'm on the fighting Illini, man. I think this has lock worthy potential too. I don't want to take all road teams, which last couple of days, these lines are trapping me into taking a bunch of, of road teams. But I just, I think Maryland is waving that white flag. Like you mentioned. Yeah. I'm on the Illini. I'm not locking it, but uh, St. Peter's uh, taking on Niagara. Niagara pulled off a nice one the other day. St. Peter's. I do think, you know, when we talk about uh, the Metro athletic or Atlantic athletic, the Mac. Um, it, everyone says I own a Monmouth, which is which is correct in a way. But I do think St. Peter's is a wild card. I think St. Peter's in. Uh, wait for this MAAC tournament because I do think St. Peter's could be a wild card. They are at uh, Niagara here. Um, I don't see a line on this yet, but um, that that that's a game to note. I just think St. Peter's. They had COVID breaks twice, but if you go back and look, this is a team that uh, I think is much better than their six and six record. Um, you look, they they lose the v, at VCU by three in a game they were up a lot of. Um, I thought they played Providence well. I thought that score was deceiving. Um, I just think they're better than what their record. They they beat Monmouth by five. I mean, um, so I, I do think they're going to be a player in this conference race. So I think Greg Pulse is doing a pretty good job at Niagara too. Yeah. They were, they're better than expected this year. And uh, like you said, there's no line out yet, but I'm going to lean on taking the points here. I think St. Peter's will be favored maybe by five or six or so. Uh huh. I think it's going to be a close game here. I think I, I lean towards the uh, purple Eagles. You got that. You got Sienna Manhattan, um, two teams, uh, 500 or above. Uh, that going on at, I don't, uh, I went Manhattan, I think, but Seattle has been pretty good as well. Um, this conference is deeper than it's been in years. It's, it's pretty solid, man. You have uh, five or six decent programs. It, it, it does help when like a coach, you know, like a, that's in the basketball hall of fame. I'm not sure if Patino is or not, but if, if he isn't, he should be when a coach like that comes to your league. I think that's I think that, you know, raises all the programs a hundred percent. Um, Evansville is at Illinois state in the Missouri Valley. Illinois state laid 11 for me last night, but uh, they're getting they're They're a seven point home favorite. This is one I did lock up. I went with the home team, Illinois state against Evansville minus the seven. What do you think about that play? Yeah, I like it. Evansville is by far the worst team in the Missouri Valley. 
Um, I didn't lock it up because maybe it was a, a a little too high. I do think the uh, talk about the uh, purple teams. The purple aces did play Drake close within the last couple of weeks, only lost by one. I think you're pretty good there. I do like Illinois State that side of it, but I'm not going to bet that personally. I don't think. Uh, okay, well, another good matchup Friday night: Kent State at Buffalo. Curious what you're doing here. Uh, Buffalo is a seven and a half point favorite. I went with Kent State, but they had talk about a team that has been unpredictable. Kent State is capable of beating the best teams in the MAC, but also capable of losing some of the worst teams in the MAC. They have not been consistent. Here is a chance, though, plus seven and a half on the road at Buffalo. And and look, we talked about the MAAC being up as a conference. Well, I think the MAC is up as a conference. They definitely are up, and yeah, Kent State has two straight wins over Akron and Eastern Michigan. Um, I let I lean Buffalo though. I think uh, playing at home. I think they have the more talented roster. I think they're going to get this done. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to take a while to pull away and it's not going to be blowout material, but in the end, I think they can win by, you know, eight or 10 points. Yeah. It's a tough, I, I went Kent state, but I don't, I don't love that, but that, I do love that as in, I think it's going to be a good basketball game. Um, yeah. Michigan state at Wisconsin game of the day. I'm very curious. The, so Wisconsin's currently a four and a half point favorite. What did, what did you do here? I went Michigan state plus the points. I just think Wisconsin's do for a very, very <laughs> close game. Uh, I mean, you know, Wisconsin and Johnny Davis, they, they are kind of a machine right now. They've won seven straight. They don't turn the ball over. They're the second best team in the country taking care of the rock. Uh, and yeah, but Michigan state is coming off that two point loss uh, at home against Northwestern where they just shot awful. They couldn't hit a, they couldn't hit a deep ball. They were less than 30% from the field. I went Wisconsin. I think it's going to be a close game, but you know, I'm on the Badger bandwagon now. They 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 proved me wrong in the preseason, and um, I've been rolling betting Wisconsin, and they they've treated me good so far. So I'm going to keep it going. Interesting that that is a uh, a bit of a. I mean, they got they haven't played a close game in a while though, right? Feel like they've covered every. I guess some of those games were were close, but like I think the north even the Northwestern game was close. Yeah, they um, won you know by six. Uh, at Northwestern, they beat Ohio State at home by ten. So okay, so last two home games, they beat beat Ohio State by ten, beat Iowa by nine. I think they can cover four and a half. You might be right. This place should be lit. And uh, hey, I mean that would be a that's a gigantic matchup for the fate of the Big Ten's future, even because of uh, I mean for Wisconsin's chances to win because Michigan State's right there, they're right sure. there with them. So. Um, this next one, I'm very curious here. Fresno State is at Nevada. Now, Nevada's kind of been the Kent State of the Mountain West. Um, this line, I believe, where the hell is this line? Fresno minus two. Man, I don't know if you know this, Nick. And and the the Mountain West, we probably should have talked about them up front because you know, as of today, they have five. Teams ranked in the top fifty-four of the net, and I think I saw in the latest bracketology they had four teams going to the big dance, which is the same number as the ACC. So that's that's a sad state of affairs for my Atlantic Coast Conference. I can never remember a time where the Mountain West was this good in basketball. Yeah, yeah, like and these two teams here, Fresno State's been a surprise. Nevada's been a little bit. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're not the same team as they were a couple of years ago with Musselman, um, but, but yeah, they're only sitting that eight and eight and seven overall, two and two within within the league. Mean, meanwhile, Fresno State is thirteen and four, 
And I like Fresno here. Me too. It's usually Me too. Nevada's yeah. a tough road environment, but I don't know how crazy those fans are, you know, to, to support this 500 team. They, they've been a disappointment. I mean, look, I remember John Rosting talking about Nevada, you know, with Grant Sherfield. Uh, they're going to be a, a tournament caliber team next year. Well, they aren't. He, next year's here and they're not. And yeah, they're decent. I do think that they are a talented team, but they have. And once again, I think it starts with Steve Alford. Everyone thought, you know, or I think a lot of people thought that was a good hire after Musselman. I was a skeptic. We'll see. Uh, this conference, though, is way up. I mean, uh, the teams we're talking about Fresno State, Boise State, Wyoming, San Diego State, U- uh, Utah State, Colorado State, all legit. All of them legit. Utah State's been dinged up. They've lost a, a few games recently, but right. I think when they get fully healthy, they're still going to be a very good team. I went in Fresno State as well. And yeah, Fresno State last couple road games, they they go up to Utah, beat Weber State by twenty six, and then they've just had a nice road trip win over UNLV by five. So I think they can cover two here. I think they're better than Nevada, and I think they can go into uh, Reno and get the W. I'm with you. All right. Well, that is Friday night's action. We will uh, turn it over to Saturday here in a second. But first, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. And from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Um, all right, Saturday morning talk here. Or Saturday college basketball slate. Just gigantic. Um, out the gate, man, the 9 a.m. slate. I know I say this every week, but then I'll say the morning slate because there's some games tipping off at 10, but I think there's some pretty big matchups here. Uh, We start off with Seton hall at St. John's. You want to talk about a team in in a desperate spot to grab a win. I think it's St. John's. I think it's St. John's because they had a a piss poor at a conference schedule. Um, They haven't fared well so far in big East play. This is another team that I think a lot of people had. They saw Julian Champagne coming back. Said, "Oh, they're going to go to the, uh, they're going to go to the, uh, you know, the NCAA tournament." We were pretty high on them in the preseason. Yeah, I mean they're good. They're good on paper, but the the, the Big East we is just really deep. And uh, you alerted me to their road record in the last couple of years. By the way, on the road this year they are zero and five. Yeah. So. Yeah, including so three of the last four games have been road games. They've lost all three of them. Uh, some of them not even all that close. You know, just Wednesday night they lost at Creighton by 23. Uh, earlier in January they they did lose an overtime game at UConn. Yeah, you know, yeah, they were right there. It, they had chances to win. They didn't. Uh, earlier in January they lost at Providence by 10. So they are just god awful on the road. Um, but they are at home here. And the funny thing about this game is that. They play Seton Hall on Saturday and on Monday, home and away. Well, the, and and look, they, if you look at their schedule, their best win is DePaul at home. Look, look at those. Uh, look at the schedule. They schedule nobody. All right, and they any uh, okay. They lost to Indiana. 
the month of November, their best win was St. Peter's, right? Yeah. The month of December, they lose at home to Kansas. They beat Monmouth. All right. That's, that's their best win in December. Right. Um, then January, they get DePaul and Georgetown. They've taken care of business there. They need this win. They need, I mean, they really, they need to, to win. I would say they got to just start great grabbing some wins. Maybe it's Providence when they come, even if it's at home, if they can defend their home court, steal a couple on the road, maybe they will be alive, but they got their work cut out for them because their, their strength of schedule is dog shit. And if you look at Seton Hall, I mean, they've lost two road trips in a row to uh, DePaul and Marquette. You know, both games were close, you know, just, you know, one point game and a four point game. I guess like if, if I had to take the easy route, I would say they, they split these two games and therefore I think you would have to have St. John's winning at home and losing on the road. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a line yet. Uh, any guesses as to what that line might be Seton hall by a couple, maybe two, two and a half Seton hall minus yeah. three or four. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to take, I'm like, I guess I'm going to take the uh, Johnny's me too. Don't, don't feel good about that. Me too. Villanova's at Georgetown. Villanova's a team that uh, it's weird. I, they still look like if I had to bet who's going to win the Big East, I would still say Villanova. Mm-hmm. But it is pretty alarming when Marquette goes into Philly and gets the win. Now Marquette's good. I normally Nova doesn't lose in Philly. They normally will lose on the road in the Big East. I feel like um, Georgetown sucks though, so I'm taking Nova minus the points. <laughs> yeah, and I think Villanova will be re- refocused after the loss. Georgetown did just get one of their guards back tonight, and they covered against Providence. It's going to be a large spread 15, 18, something 13, like that. 13. Um, was that 13, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> if it's 13, I'm definitely taking Villanova. The closer it gets to 20, the less I feel good about it, but I'm, I still think I'm going to go Villanova. I just can't take Georgetown at this point. I agree, dude. Are you watching this right now? You know, I got the Purdue Indiana game on Indiana has been up all day and down, now, down two. they got the ball though. I think, right? Yeah. 30, 30 seconds. seconds. Yeah. But just uh, how do they give up this lead? As I was talking, it looked like, well, uh, you know, I think, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to jinx it, but I think out of all of our, you know, pickers, I was the only one to take Indiana plus three and a half. Of course, that is still in jeopardy. Yeah, I was about to say, as, as we the, talk. don't. Uh, <laughs> if they miss and foul, and Purdue hits a couple of free throws, I could lose the cover. But here we go. Um, then we got Virginia Tech at Boston College, nine a.m. You got, I, I mean, they got, they got a fortune. I don't know where you are on your, uh, on your internet or whatever. To, to but I'm watching this. So, uh, Virginia Dude, Tech open three. He's got to hit that. Sorry. He's, he's, he does have to hit that Virginia tech at Boston college. Uh, this is one where I, I was, I was making this point. Um, the, the other day talking with real money Kramer, cause I was like, dude, you know, Virginia tech, they opened up Owen four. I don't think they're out of this. I don't think they're out of this race because if they get Boston college, they will be three and four. Um, and I do think they're actually probably one of the better teams. Like I think Virginia tech's better than Syracuse. I think Virginia tech's better than Louisville. So some of those teams in their way, I think they're going to be able to beat. Um, now I, I'm not, they've, call- had, they've had a lot of close losses. Yeah. I don't you know. I, I don't think Virginia tech's going to win the ACC regular season. I, I, don't, I don't think so either, but I just think that they are, I, I, I trust them more than a lot of other teams ahead of them. If that makes well, sense. Well, they got to start getting their shit together. Cause they're just, 
10 and seven overall two and four in conference. I think if the season ended right now, they are not in the NCAAs. I'd agree because, uh, but uh, and going and not, and you can't afford a loss to Boston college. So they need to win that game and BC BC has been uh, the well, I know they lost uh, to Louisville yesterday, but they did go to on the road to Clemson and get that win. That was surprising. Syracuse is at Duke uh, Bayheim coach K one of the last times we'll be able to see that. Is this the last or they play twice? I think they play twice. I, I think they play one more time this year. Yeah. Um, this is one I'm, I mean, Syracuse, you want to talk about a team that, that needs wins, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're in the St. John's boat to me. Almost they're nine and nine overall. Uh, I, I mentioned this, I don't know, in, in one of the, our pods last week or last couple of weeks, dude, we want Syracuse in the NCAAs. All the Bayheims are a good story. Ah, oh, three pointer, Indiana. Up oh, one. Wow. Wow. This place is rocking. He redeemed himself. This is why college basketball is the best. This place, we, we got to go to this game. We got to go to this game. <laughs> We're getting distracted from our podcast, oh, yeah. but it's all good. Yeah. It's part of uh, the experience. Well, <laughs> what are we talking about? Sy- Syracuse, Duke? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Syracuse, uh, yeah, just 99. So they need wins badly. A win at Duke would go a long way. But I will say, to the Bayheims that they've lost four in a row to Duke, and uh, those four losses has been by an average of eleven points. <laughs> I do think Duke is favored by like eight or ten here, and I I like the bounce back from that tough loss in Tallahassee. I wouldn't go much higher than ten, but I think Duke can win by like ten or twelve or so. Yeah, I agree. The Syracuse team sucks. I'll be honest. When I watch them, I don't. I, I want them in. I want them in, but. I, it's like last year though. I thought the same thing. If you had asked me last January, I said, this team sucks. All right. Well, they got shooters, man. If shooters yeah. get hot, yeah. watch out. Uh, maybe they can get it together. Uh, Rutgers is at Minnesota 9am as well. And and this is one I'm telling you, man, if Rutgers can start winning a couple of these games on the road, they take care of business at home. They've already beat at home, Nick. They've already beat Michigan. They've already beat Purdue. They've already beat uh, what Iowa and Nebraska, they're good at home. All right. Now on the road is a different story. They've been dog shit on the road, but they did get that win at Maryland. Can they parlay that here? Look, if they get this win at Minnesota, their next two games, they're home to Maryland, which I think they'll get. And then they're at Nebraska. They could be going into February sitting there at 14 and six and really at the top of the big 10. Not at the number one spot, but right there at the number two. This is a huge game for the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, and it, I mean, and Minnesota's lost four in a row. Hold on here. Let's yeah. watch this play. Yeah. Um, just wild. Just wild, man. I think Indiana's going to do this. So Minnesota's lost four in a row. Granted, all the good teams, uh, Fighting Illini, Indiana, Michigan State, Iowa. It's almost like are, are they waving a white flag here? I w- I'll say that if Rutgers is favored by like more than five, I might take Minnesota at home. I think more than four, three. You know, yeah. like I, I yeah. feel like Rutgers is gonna have to grind this thing out. I don't expect them to just come in there and win by seven or eight. Um, exactly. I, I think Golden Gophers might be a pretty good play here. Yeah. 
Um, that's the 9 a.m. slate. No, I got one more game. West Virginia at Texas Tech. How about this matchup? That's probably the best of the 9 a.m. games. Um, is West Virginia any good? <laughs> it seems like they're good enough to hang around and lose. Yeah, I, I don't know what to make of West Virginia. I, I feel like my 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 record picking them this year is awful. Well, they they did beat Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Those are two decent wins in the big. I mean, shit, the Oklahoma State win looks better and better. Uh, they beat UAB at a conference. They beat UConn. Oh man, Ivy's three of the buzzer hit every part of the rim possible. Rolled out Hoosiers wow. win. Sorry. Wow, just good fun, good fun, and they also beat your Pittsburgh Panthers in the ACC. Oh wow, big whoop. <laughs> and Oakland. Uh, I don't know. I mean, but I can tell you this: it, you could make a case that Texas Tech. I know everyone's talking Auburn and Gonzaga. Texas Tech, the way they've been playing defense, I think you could make a case that they're playing the best ball in the country right now. It's going to be interesting if they can keep that up, man. You know, like I was saying earlier, the cream eventually rises to the top. We're thinking Kansas and Baylor's going to duke it out. Texas Tech might be right there. I agree. I'm starting. I'm starting to become a fan of that team too, Me just because the coach and how odd how odd uh, Mark Adams looks. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the fact. I mean, the deep on the bench, Kevin O'Banner and stuff are. Like they just have a talented team that the more you see it, the more I think, man, I can see them making a deep run. It seemed so. like a blue collar defensive oriented team. They don't have a bunch of NBA players or a bunch of, you know, like big time recruits. Uh, so yeah, it's a team that's, you know, easy to root for. Exactly, man. So uh, are, are you going to be going with the red Raiders there? I mean, I, they'll probably be what a four or five point favorite. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I think I will. Now if, if, if Vegas starts getting crazy on us and has that inching up towards 10, I would feel a little nervous uh, because like I said, West Virginia is just good enough to cover. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would say anything around like five or six, I'm taking Texas tech. I'll, I'll lay five or six points. I think More I'm than that, I, I don't know. I think I'm with you. Uh, well, before we get to these next games, I do want to key on this. That would have been Indiana's 10th straight loss against Purdue, which would have been the, the most since the before world war two. Um, this is Mike Woodson's first matchup against the, his heated rival. And they won. That Purdue, was Purdue had won five in a row in Bloomington, nine in a row in general. That's crazy. That's you, I mean, if you're an Indiana fan that, that would just, that would piss the living hell out of you. So good for them to, to finally get one here. Wow. I mean, just, that's a huge win for, for that program. Um, 10 AM. There are a couple matchups. Uh, like I said, 10 AM has, I think the game of the day, Kentucky at Auburn, Nick, I can that's tell you one this, of them. I can tell you this. If Kentucky, I wasn't that impressed when in the A and M game, A and M went one of 22 from three and they almost won that game. That's incredible to me. And, and if Kentucky doesn't get their shit together for this matchup, I think Auburn might run them off the court. I think I'm going to go Auburn too. You know, um, it's kind of like the at LSU game in a way, Um, but Auburn's better than LSU. So I think it's tough to, to pick Kentucky here. I don't think the spread is going to be that high. I mean, Kentucky's just the name brand is going to bring that down a couple points. Yeah. So if you're giving, if, if you're saying Auburn minus three or four, yeah, I'm I'm on the Tigers, man. I, you know, I just said earlier that maybe they're peaking it. too soon, or you know they're gonna 
battle some adversity at some point. So it wouldn't shock me if Kentucky comes in here and beats them. But I think they'd be hard to bet on at this point at Auburn because you know that place is going to be crazy. I I might lock it, dude. That's the way I'm feeling about Auburn. Yeah. So I mean, at the moment, so yeah. Uh, we'll see what that line is. Uh, Vandy at Florida. Florida had been a mess. They 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 bounced back with a nice win against Mississippi State. Any Minus chance? Castleton too. Yeah, that was huge. Yeah, I was on the Gators too, man. I they, I saw you guys were on uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi State's well. had been a little bit of a disappointment this year. Ben Hallen's got to get it together. Any chance Vandy comes in there and knocks off uh, the Gators? I don't think so. I think Vandy um they played Tennessee tight early in the week in a game I locked up. I hit with Tennessee, but it it that was I was very close for a while there. I think it was Tennessee laying six, ended up winning by eight, but uh, it was a <laughs> it was a sweat. Let's let's put it that way. But uh no, I think at Florida, I think Florida takes care of business. I think you're right. Um how about uh Chattanooga is at VMI in the SoCon. Now Chattanooga is a team that just covered for me tonight as a lock against UNC Greensboro as they won by eight on the road. They now go to uh, you know Virginia to to Lexington, Virginia to take on VMI. VMI is decent. Chattano- what did VMI do tonight? They were um, they were playing at home tonight. Also, though they, they do they beat Samford ninety nine eighty. I think they were laying four and a half. I hit on that. Wow, it's tough to go to VMI, man. SoCon's tough, man. Night in, night out. I'm t- I if, think it's the best conference that no one talks about. I really yeah. Do. No, I'm yeah. right there with you, man. And if you're telling me Chattanooga is like favored by like eight or ten, I think I might go home dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep an eye. That's another uh, ten ten a.m. game. Uh, I got to touch base on this game. Because we are Americans, ten uh, another ten a.m. game or ten thirty. Army is at Navy. Look by Lehigh beating Navy the other night. Huge upset there. These are uh, actually Army's ahead of them in the Patriot League right now, ahead of Navy. I think if we all had to pick, we would say, well, Navy or Colgate's the best team. Maybe bring up Boston or or Army. But this is a huge game now because these two teams are both playing, having a good year. It's in Annapolis. I know you don't like watching the football game, which is anti-American and you're a piece of shit because I love that game. Uh, sign me up for watching this on CBS sports network or just some, uh, some good old fashioned American basketball here. <laughs> uh, and I, and I, I do think Navy is a better team here and they're at home. So I'm going to lean, you know, midshipmen uh, army has been, they've been tough, man. They've been so up and down this year. I think Navy has been a bit more consistent minus the last game. Uh, at home against Lehigh, where they lost, but I like for them to bounce back and beat Army here. I'm with you. We're agreeing too much. Uh, maybe we won't agree here. I think uh, 11 a.m. Saturday on the West, two on the East. Miami Hurricanes are hosting Florida State. I think Miami's angry about that last game. I think Miami is going to get revenge on the Seminoles. I'm going with Jimmy Larinaga's bunch. We don't have a line, but I know it will be and- short. Well, unfortunately, we're not going to disagree. Um, I was, you know, talking on Slack today. Meanwhile, if you're not on our Slack channel, bunch of guys talking about the uh, Florida State game today because it was a noon tip. Yeah. By itself, bunch of people breaking down that game. I threw out the fact that Florida State, you know, their first game against North North Florida was canceled due to COVID, so they they squeezed it in today, being Thursday, which means they have three games in five days. That's tough, especially with the first game being an overtime game against Duke, where obviously 
you know, they expelled all their energy. Yeah, they stormed you know, so the court too. The fans stormed the court. So just the yeah. emotions there. So I, I, I mean, taking North Florida today, I thought was a no brainer, even though they weren't very, they, they're not very good this year. I thought, you know, covering 22 and a half, no problem. Sure enough, Florida state won by 13 or something. But so this is the third game in five days on the road against a team that wants revenge. I think all signs point towards taking the hurricanes. It's going to be a, a short spread. So this is lock worthy. If you ask me, wow. So we get our kicks doing the Seminole rap. Um, Colorado State's at Air Force. Look, I think you normally just laugh that game off. Colorado State's fourteen to one. Air Force is eight and seven. Air Force is better than I think. I've locked them a few times, Nick. They run that Princeton offense, and I actually think they're a lot better than than what people realize. Uh, they covered for me against Boise. Almost beat Boise at Boise. It was like a three-point game with like I don't know two minutes left or something, or four minutes left. Um, they, especially they, at especially at home, they can be plucky. They're they're battling UNLV right now in a game where they were getting I think five or six points or so. Especially at home, and I mean, you know, like Colorado State is a far superior talented team here. But you got that you know Colorado in-state rivalry. Yeah, I think Air Force could cover a large spread here for sure. I think I'm going to be on it. I, I bet you it'll be a double-digit line, and I'll ride the Falcons. I think I took the Falcons in in Colorado State uh, earlier in the year, and uh, they were getting like 17, and it was a I want to say it was like an eight-point game. There you go. Uh, Davidson's at Fordham. Will it will it be 15 in a row? I think so. <laughs> I think so too. Um, 11 a.m. Coastal Carolina, Georgia State. How about how what what is going on in the Sun Belt? Sunbelt is, is a mess right now. Georgia state somehow 12th every game. There's no, the <laughs> difference pick, between <laughs> one and 12 is like two points. I feel like the Sunbelt's tough right now. Yeah. They're, they're a bunch of like, I would say solid teams, not great. Uh, I don't know who's going to, I don't know who's yeah. Good luck picking these games. <laughs> I guess you favor the home team, but I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's been tough lately picking some belt games. Yeah. Um, the, this is another big one on Saturday and it's a damn shame. It is a damn shame that Oklahoma state can't play in the NCAA tournament because, Ridiculous. because these players had nothing to do with that's minor infraction six years ago. Um, what well, isn't that a whole Adidas thing too? That I think so. Yeah, that Arizona's yeah. got no penalty. LSU's got no yeah. penalty. Kansas no uh, penalty. NC State is yeah. slap on the wrist. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma State's at Texas, and this is one where you wonder, Nick. I, I Texas coming off of a one point loss at home to Kansas State. They've lost uh, three of four. Uh, might be time to get Chris Beard needs to get it together. Okay, State beat him in Stillwater. Um by but and really controlled that game by double digits, I feel like most of the game. If Texas doesn't get this win, let me just give you the next five games for Texas. They're home to so this is home to OK State. They're at TCU, and TCU's playing good ball. Then they're Definitely. home to Tennessee. Then they're at Texas. Texas Tech, then they're home to Kansas and Iowa State. That there's is no e- there's no easy wins in the Big Twelve, and <laughs> throw in that little Big Twelve SEC challenge in Tennessee. You know, uh, Tennessee's still a good team. You know, yeah. so that is tough. Uh, Texas sitting at thirteen and five overall, three and three in conference. 
the theme of this podcast is teams that need to start racking up wins. Texas is definitely one of them. I kind of like the revenge angle here, you know, cause they lost the first game to the Cowboys, but they're hard. It's hard to have any faith in Texas. Are they favored in this game by a couple? I think they will be, but the problem is, is their offense sucks, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. It's so like, they don't have any kind of identity. You don't know who the team leader is. You don't know what they're trying to accomplish on the offensive end. It's just seems disjointed. Um, I I don't know. I I kind of lean Oklahoma State because I just think they're the better team right now. I'm it, it, you know if Texas is only laying a couple points or if they're a dog, I might ride Texas one more time. We'll see. No one thought this would be a big game uh, Saturday. If you if you had asked a lot of people a couple months ago, but it, it is Tulane is third in the AAC. They're at UCF. UCF. Crazy. I mean, if UCF would have would have dropped that game to ECU, they would have been very far back in the AAC rankings. They're currently sixth. Um, this is a huge game. It's a huge game. Uh, Ron Hunter on the road in Orlando, Nick. UCF and Johnny Dawkins. I don't know what they're doing, man. I mean, they'll step up and get some really good wins. Then they lose to South Florida. <laughs> you, you don't lose by to South Florida by twenty four. South Florida is not very good. That is completely inexcusable. Um, I've been impressed with Tulane so far. I don't like laying a bunch of points with the Golden Knights because they have they do a pretty you know slow tempo defensive game usually. I mean they just beat ECU in overtime ninety two eighty five. So that kind of makes me a liar. But I think I like Tulane in the points. I agree. Um, and I got to key in on this game. CAA. I don't know if you've caught this. UNC Wilmington's on fire right now. They went win tonight at JMU by one. Dude, that was locked where they weren't they getting like seven and a half I, or something. I almost I locked it, man. So the top two teams in the CAA are playing Saturday at eleven AM. UNC Wilmington at Towson. At Towson. Towson's been a good yes, team too. Towson, what, what, what did they do tonight? They won by seven. Charleston got got the cover for me. I think I had uh, Charleston plus I think eight. Or nine? I was gonna say, what were they laying? That was close here. Um, I went Towson, but I thought they were only laying like six or seven. It or matters so. when you got it in. I think last night it was eight or nine, and I think it dropped. Um, but uh, regardless, that is an awesome matchup. Now a key matchup in the CAA as JMU loses to UNC Wilmington tonight. I don't know what's going on with the the Dukes, but uh, you have a lean there. So sorry, let me go back to that Towson game. So Towson, this spread was kind of crazy because yeah. So last night, meaning you know the night before the games, uh, you were getting nine points with College of Charleston. Yeah. Well, that line dropped all the way to only Towson minus five point five, five and a half today. I took Towson like late afternoon today at five and a half. So I hit, you hit plus nine. We're all winners. Uh, I like Towson, man, especially. That game's at home too. Yeah, that game is at home. I like Towson. That should be a nice matchup there. Um, some of the but 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 I only like Towson by like five or six again. Like if if if, if they're laying like eight or ten, then I think you go dog. Agreed. Agreed. Um, St. Joe's is at VCU. Any chance of an upset there? St. Joe's has been kind of weird. They show up sometimes. Uh, at VCU, I don't think so. Um. 
the whack tonight, man. I know, I know we're not keen in on tonight's games, but I sat there and I go, man, the whack really improved as a conference when they added in Sam Houston state and Abilene Christian and Stephen F Austin and, and uh, you know, Utah Valley. And it, it just, when you think of the, the, the Seattle's emergence, Cal Baptist is decent. The grand grand Canyon's good. It's a good basketball conference. I actually think here what's that. And here's where you have an advantage being on the West coast. You probably tune into more whack games than me. Uh, I do agree. Just following along without watching much. It's been interesting. All the new additions, but I'd be lying. If I told you I've watched a whole lot of Mac this year, I've only been able to tune into a couple games here and there, but it is much more of an interesting league than it was a couple seasons ago. Exactly, definitely. man. Before it was like, oh, New Mexico State's just going to run this thing. Now it's like with with Bryce Drew's emergence with the Grand Canyon, and I know Dan Marley had built that for a little bit. Um, and then you add in Stephen F. Austin, who's a proven good program, and then Abilene Christian, a team that won in the NCAA tournament last year against Texas and got Shaka smart fired. And then you know Utah Valley's emergence, which started with Mark Pope, and now M- Mark Madsen's doing it. And, uh, and, and, and just overall it's Seattle came out of nowhere. Seattle's good. And Cal Baptist has, has been a good program over the past couple of years. They were a D two school, not that long ago. So they've really came up. Um, This is a game that's happening at, at noon. And I'm curious, actually, let me see what happened tonight. But Stephen F Austin took, I, I, did they, did they get the win against grand Canyon tonight? They did. They blew him out in the second half. That was a one point game at halftime. Um, so Stephen F. Austin's hosting New Mexico State. That's a great game. That's a great game. That that's it one is. that that's one that is going to get lost on the Saturday when you're saying, "Oh, Miami, Florida State, Auburn, Kentucky," and this is one. If you threw it on a Monday, would be the best game of the day. <laughs> and at the same time, you got Grand Canyon visiting Sam Houston. Yeah, just uh, it's it's just a good basketball conference, man. They've really yeah. done a great job. You mentioned how good Grand Canyon is. Sam Houston's been coming on of late, and Grand Canyon is much better at home. On the road here, I think I might go Sam Houston in that game. But yeah, they have several quality programs now, and uh, I would say yes, the whack is on the up. Yeah, I mean, it's almost kind of reminds me of the SoCon a few years ago. Yeah. When, so um, keep an eye on those games. I think that's a really good basketball going on there. Let's hop down over to uh, where are we at here. You said Grand Canyon, Sam Houston State. Yeah, that's happening at noon as well. But also Baylor at Oklahoma. Could Porter Moser beat the defending national champs, Nick? I think it's possible. So we knew j- this week Oklahoma was going to have Kansas and Baylor come into town. Now, yeah, they played Kansas very tight. It ended up losing by three at home, which was their third loss in a row. Uh, four out of five. They lost to Baylor earlier in the year at Baylor by ten, but that was a close game. Also, uh, I think Oklahoma might do this. I I was kind of pegging them to 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 win one of these games. They couldn't get it done against Kansas. I think they might be able to get it done against Baylor. Also, check the health um, in the game against WVU. I think Sochin and Akinjo were both out. So obviously you want to see if those guys are playing. I think they were kind of like game time decisions. So it's not like they're out long-term. So they may be back here, but um, I think Oklahoma might surprise them in Norman. That would be what three losses in four games for Baylor. True. I mean, that doesn't happen really in the Scott drew era. Well, in the last couple of years, at yeah, least. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to ride Baylor. 
Okay. There, there's some difference. There's some difference. We got a huge one in the Missouri Valley at noon 30 on the West, 3:30 on the East. Missouri State Loyola, you can make an argument these are the top two teams in I think so. The uh Missouri Valley, it's at Loyola. Loyola's had nine lives though. Uh, if you've watched some of this, they're 14 and two and, and they have a great resume because their only two losses are a uh, two point loss to Michigan state and a nine point loss to Auburn. <laughs> That's their only two losses. Pretty impressive. Um, but at the same time, this team has had some scares. They went to overtime a couple times uh, in a row in the past 10 days. Um, I'm going to go loyal. I don't know. What do you think this line is? It's kind of tough to say, man. I mean, Loyola's got the name brand now. If, if that means anything, they're fourteen and two overall, five and zero in conference. Missouri State's had a nice, not a very nice season so far. They've won four out of their last five. They're fourteen and six overall, five and two in conference. It's in Chicago. I think Loyola's favored. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think I might take Missouri State in the points. I think so yeah. too. If you're talking about Loyola minus like eight or so, uh, just throw that number out there. Not really sure what Vegas will do here, but um, I, th- I like Loyola to win. But I think it's gonna be a close game. So anything more than five or six, I think I'll probably go with the uh, the Bears from Missouri State. Yeah, Georgia goes to South Carolina in kind of a useless SEC game. Maybe the Gamecocks can can you know, grab a win and then head in the right direction. Who knows? Citadel is at East Tennessee state in the SoCon. It's a decent game. Um, but one o'clock uh, West on the, uh, on Saturday, Notre Dame is at Louisville. I was on Louisville against Boston college minus seven. I saw you were on BC plus seven. Um, this is one desperation here. Does Notre Dame stay in somewhat? Uh, I mean, Notre Dame's in a great spot because Florida State and Miami play each other. So if Notre Dame can take care of Louisville, they might be in first place when this all shakes yeah. out this weekend. Um, well, you don't get a whole lot for being in, in first place <laughs> in in late January. Still, um, a win is a win is I, a win, right? I think I might lo- lean Louisville here. I think uh, I do have faith in Chris Mack to. I mean, he kind of came out publicly against his team in the past week. Kind of saying that he wish he could he could find out what motivates them or something like you know something uh, to that effect. Uh, apparently it worked because they they came out at home beat BC by thirteen. I mean it's only Boston College so no, no big deal just yet here. But maybe they're starting to figure some things out at home. Give me Louisville. Interesting. That'd be a fun one to watch. UAB is at Louisiana Tech. Are these the top? two teams at the end of the day in the conference USA. I know they're not currently right now, but uh, that's a big time game going on there in Ruston, Louisiana. UAB, I feel like nobody's talking about Louisiana tech and they're really good. I, I, I think especially on the road for UAB, I lean La tech. I think I might agree with you. I think I might agree with you there. Uh, UAB let me down in that West Virginia game. I know it's West Virginia, but Hey, let they let me down, buddy. Uh, Ole Miss is at Mississippi State Egg Bowl matchup rematch, actually, because just about two weeks ago, Ole Miss beat Mississippi State in Oxford. Can Ben Hallen return the favor to Kermit Davis? I'm going to say, you want to talk the theme of the podcast, huge wins. I don't know what the fuck happened with Ole Miss in Missouri, but Mississippi State <laughs> is still alive to make the NCAA tournament, but they better start winning now. I'm going to put them yeah. in the same, same bin as St. John's. Right. Get this to get your shit together, get your shit together. This is a big, this is a big chance for you to get your shit together right here. 
What's funny is that Ole Miss is only one and four in the SEC. The one win was the ten point home win against Mississippi State. I like the Bulldogs to get revenge at home here. Um, they are the better team, and they'll have revenge on their mind. And like I said, they're at home, so this could be lockworthy too, depending on the line. But I don't know. I could see this being like a eight or ten point line, and then I would probably just take the Bulldogs, but not bet it. Yeah, it depends what the line is, I think, but I do think Mississippi State's going to get the win. Cal Baptist, Abilene Christian. That's another whack game going on Saturday, one o'clock. That's that should be interesting. Um, Charleston JMU should be interested in the CAA. But uh, how about this one? This game's always great. Just a couple years ago, there was a chair almost thrown, like uh, <laughs> in this matchup, Kansas at Kansas State. Nick, that don't look now, but the Wildcats. I think the Wildcats are better than what people think. They saw it with that win at Texas. Uh, we saw it with the win at uh, at home against Texas Tech on, on last Saturday. They've won two in a row. You got to remember, they had a four game losing streak, but then they had they they didn't have their coaches or their players in a lot of those matchups. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, if you if people listen to the college football experience, they call me the Big Twelve hater because some of those like boring Big Twelve football games I could care less about. But when it comes to basketball, I am actually a Big Twelve is one of the best conference, if not the best, every year. And the, there's two programs I really root for, and that's Kansas State and Iowa State, because I mean, back college basketball is better when they're good. And yeah, they had some down years, but but also they can have some really strong teams without getting top recruits. Like I said about Texas Tech, they're kind of like you yeah. know hard nosed blue collar teams. With not a bunch of guys that are gonna are gonna be playing in the league, so I I definitely root for Kansas State and Iowa State, and I like the fact that it's tough to win at both their their home courts. Yeah, great Those home fans, courts yeah. bring it. Yeah, those uh, states love basketball, and I respect the hell out of that. So yeah, go Kansas State. Exactly, and then uh, you mentioned Iowa State because at the same time this game's tipping TCU at Iowa State in Ames. Decapitated blowjobs. Um, I don't know what is going on. I mean, look TCU. Lost a heartbreaker to OK State, right? They lost by one to OK State. Both these teams have been a complete great story uh, in college basketball this year. I'm gonna I lean Iowa State though. What do you think? I think this line will be around four, five. Ames is just gonna be lit. Iowa State's, you know, I think uh, one of the, if not the best story in college basketball. They're up there. I tell you, I would have been all over Iowa State if TCU won that game. Uh, in Stillwater, yeah. The fact they lost it, and if Iowa State's land five or six, I think this is. I think this is like a one possession game here. I might get cute and take the road team getting points. Depends where that line is, though. But uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Iowa State there. Virginia at NC State. You saw Tony Bennett eke out that win against Pitt. You saw NC State lose to Virginia Tech, and I was on the right side of uh, that Hokies win in Raleigh. Uh, this is an interesting matchup because you know, it's going to be like a four point game. You know, you just know it. The question is, is can Virginia win it? Um, Eileen, Virginia, just because I trust Tony Bennett, but so I feel like Virginia's had NC state's number. I was going to do some research today and you know what? The day happened. Shit happens. I got busy with with work and kids, uh, so I'm gonna quickly go through the last couple of years here. I feel like Virginia has a, a winning streak against NC State. I have nothing to back that up other than watching a lot of ACC basketball. 
That is not the case. They were they they split last year. Either way, I think I think I think UVA is kind of turning the corner here a little bit, getting that win at Pitt. Uh, yeah, give me UVA. Yeah, there's something about Tony Bennett teams as the season goes on that uh, they're just better. Penn State at Iowa, Nick. Any chance? I think my I think Shrewsbury as a head coach is a little bit ahead of schedule for me. I think Iowa probably will get the win. But if it's an eight or nine point spread, I might ride the Nittany Lions for the cover. He is ahead of schedule. I've been impressed with, with what I've seen so far. But I was a tough place to win here. I think I'm a lean home team there. Mm, okay. Um, what do we got? Let's keep scrolling down on Saturdays. Uh, DePaul at Creighton. DePaul. I don't know if you saw this game last night. I was watching this Xavier game. DePaul without actually, without Freeman Liberty. They should have won that game, dude. They had a wide open three. Uh, final I, seconds. I threw a late lock on Xavier a half hour before game time when I heard Freeman Liberty wasn't playing, and I was shocked that DePaul was still able to go toe to toe with Xavier without their best player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the question is, they got to start winning some of these, right? Uh, I can tell you this, man. It's not going to be here because Creighton's awesome in Omaha. I wonder what this line is, but in Omaha they kick ass. Look at that record yeah. over the past couple of years. Um, and and especially like you know teams might be able to get up for one game without their best player. I don't know if Freeman Liberty is going to play or not, but if he plays, maybe he's not a hundred percent. If he doesn't play, I think they're in trouble. So uh, yeah, I would go Creighton here. Uh, LSU at Tennessee. This is an interesting game. Yeah, another really good matchup. Um, I think I'm going to go LSU, but the fact that's in Knoxville. Makes it Tennessee. Tricky. Tennessee is different yeah. at home, uh, and both defenses can be really good. I don't know what the over under is, but you might want to think under. I just think of that Arizona Tennessee game uh, in Knoxville, which was you know low scoring, just grinded out, very physical. I think I might go. I mean, LSU's lost two in a row now. You know, are they old enough and experienced enough and well coached enough to bounce back from that? Or or is or is this little losing streak going to affect them more, especially in a tough road environment? Fade Rick Barnes. Well, so we gotta go beat Ole Miss next week. We take it one game at a time. Congratulations. Go Tigers. Uh, shout out to Eddie O. Um, I gotta I gotta talk about this game, Missouri at Alabama, because Alabama lost at Missouri decisively uh, <laughs> just two weeks ago, and then Missouri. Did you see what Missouri did to Ole Miss in Oxford? Dude, it's crazy. I I don't know what to make of Missouri. <laughs> I mean, they either get blown out or they come up with surprising wins over either a decent team or on the road in conference play. Yeah, they beat Ole Miss by twenty five. That I did not see that coming. I did not I, see that coming. I thought, okay, Missouri, there was a flash in the pan at home against Alabama. When they hit the road, they suck. No, twenty five point win at Ole Miss. <laughs> Impressive. You you have to think Alabama. They had you know what that game included was part of a little three game slide. They came back against LSU. Uh, you know, one there or one at home by three. You have to think they're angry at losing that first game, and they're going to beat Missouri this time. Maybe beat them pretty badly. Or maybe Missouri will win. Who knows? Yeah, maybe Missouri wins <laughs> the SEC. Who knows? Uh, Pitt at Clemson. Pitt's been a covering machine for me. I feel like most. Most times they step on the court. Clemson, uh, do we start to hit the panic button in uh, Clemson, South Carolina, Nick? Uh, the last uh, 
three times they've stepped on a basketball court, four of the last five, they've lost by double digits. That, that includes a third. I mean, sorry, that, that's inaccurate. Hang on. 13 point loss to Syracuse, a two point loss to Boston college, but that was at, at home. Uh, they, they got killed by, I think, what was it? 16 at Notre Dame. They did find a win at NC state somewhere in there, but the game prior to that, they lost at home to Virginia by 10. So they have lost four or five. If they don't get pit, I hate to tell it to you, but Duke and Florida state are on deck. (laughs) So, you know, they were overachieving to begin the season. They were playing better than we thought. Uh, We thought, you know, losing Amir Sims from last year, they were going to take a little bit of a step back, probably not make the tournament. They actually came out this year playing pretty good basketball. Um, I still think they, they beat Pitt at home, but I think it's going to be a close game. So it all depends on the line. Like I wouldn't lay more than five with Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to take Pitt in the five. If even at that, yeah, they play close games. Uh, ECU at Houston. Do we, do we just look, I got East Carolina blew a 20 point lead at home against UCF, but Houston's going to be a double digit or double digit favorite. Can ECU come on the road to a tough place where Houston plays great defense? I know that they are down several players. However, the pirates are going to cover like, give me this would be like a 12 point spread. Give me me the pirates. My fear for the, for ECU is that they, I think they have some injuries starting to mount up. I saw it today and let me see who it was. I think it was one of their better players. Give me a minute. Let me try to pull it up here. Where's ECU? Uh, Are you referring to? Well, I mean, Tristan Newton's their their leading scorer. Suggs, Brandon Suggs. Uh, Okay, okay. Well, yeah, he is the one of their better players. He's got, and I I know he's got that bum ankle, and I think he's going to miss a couple games. So yeah, including this one. So that concerns me a little bit here. yeah, you know, depending on line though, I still think they might have enough to keep it close. But this is at at Houston, you say? Yeah. I don't know, man. I might go Cougars. <laughs> you piece of shit. Uh, USC's at Utah. Any chance? I I know USC's on a road trip right now, uh, playing Colorado. But uh, in a game, I got money on. How's that going right now? By the way, you you took USC. Or did I did you take Colorado. Okay. Um, well. Uh, they they beat Colorado by three. Woo. Boom! Cash it, baby. <laughs> only I think, I think they were only laying one and a half. That was I surprising. think it was one and a half or two. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah. Uh, so now, can they continue the road trip in Salt Lake City Saturday, Nick? Could be. I think so. I think they're just clearly the better team. It, once again, it's a, it's a tricky road game. Yeah. Is so it, I don't want. I don't think you should lay a bunch of points with USC. I think you mentioned it on your pod yesterday that. They were a little phony, being like one of the last undefeated teams left. Uh, they're still a solid team. They're still a good team, but it's not like they're top ten in the country or something. So don't go laying a ton of points. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what else do we got Saturday? Um, I think then we we jump into. I think we still have a couple nice matchups going on. North Carolina at Wake Forest. This is a huge game in the ACC because both these teams are around. I think fourth and fifth or fifth and sixth. Uh, Nick, North Carolina hasn't beaten any good teams this year. Yeah. You know, I heard that stat when they lost to Miami and I was like, wow. I was like, that's a good point. And it seems like against good teams, their defense really struggles. 
Uh, Wake Forest, after that Duke loss, they bounced back very nicely and took care of UVA and Georgia Tech on the road. A young team bouncing back from a tough loss, a demoralizing loss, getting two wins, co- conference wins on the road. You know, props to them here. I don't know, man. I I, I think I might like Wake Forest here. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I'm with you, man. Uh, I gotta just talk about a couple other games. Dayton at George Mason. Any chance your Patriots? Uh, dude, I'm don't talk George Mason. How, <laughs> I think I'll blow that against GW. I don't. Yeah. Geez. Yeah. Uh, Eastern Michigan at Akron and the Mac going on decent game there. Uh, Western Kentucky travels to the airport. How about this one? Furman at Wofford. That's a good, oh, that's always a great a good one, game. Man. That is a great <laughs> game right there. Um, I, I bet you state rivalry that, and that, that line will be like one or two, right? That, that line. I think, yeah, I think I mean, Furman's a better team this year, but it's at uh, Wofford. Yeah, I know. And that's a good rivalry there. If people don't know, I mean, these schools are not very far apart. I think it's less than two hours. Uh, I like a home team there. Uh, you got New Mexico traveling up to Wyoming. Wyoming's been one of the stories in college basketball this year. Shout out to the Cowboys. Um, Seattle at Tarleton State. Tar- uh, that's another one I didn't mention in the whack. Tarleton State's emergence. Uh, Seattle's been good. That's a good ball game. Southern Illinois at Bradley. Another good game. Uh, let's hop down. Washington State at Oregon State. Can Washington State? I mean, what's happening there, man? As a, I, a lot of people liked Washington State, me included. Coming in, and I'm curious season. to see what Oregon State will do against Washington at home Thursday night. You know, again, it's probably tipping as we talk right now. Yeah, um, I, it seems like Oregon State is getting a little bit better. So um, they're only favored by a couple against Washington. I, I, I like to see what happens in that game before predicting the next one. But I think I like them to beat the Huskies and maybe beat uh, the Cougars as I well. Think, I think you might be right. Texas A&M's at Arkansas, Nick. This is a huge game because Buzz had man, he they had their chances, man. They had they couldn't have gone one from twenty two from three. If they just make a couple of those threes, they they beat Kentucky. That was a two point game with a minute and a half left. You can't be that fucking bad on offense. It, it, you can't. You had your chance to win to beat a top ten team or top twelve team at home. Yeah. Can you do it now on the road? Arkansas is kind of woke. Look, Musselman gets in a car accident. Keith Smart says, "Hey, let me coach." <laughs> and all of a sudden, they start winning games. And uh, a game they lost was at Texas A&M on January the eighth, where they lost by five. I do like Arkansas to bounce back at home and get that revenge here, split the series. Um, I think you're probably right. Depends where that number's at, though, to see where I'm going here. UCLA at Colorado. Any chance the Bruins get upset in Boulder? It almost happened to USC today. Once again, I would like to see what UCLA does tonight on the road. Uh, who at, do they have? They have uh, Utah. Who is it? Utah. Utah. Yeah. yeah, right. And I think uh, Juzang is questionable, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to play. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays, see what his health is. Uh, UCLA is a better team. The trip to Colorado can be a little tricky. I think UCLA probably wins by like 10 or 12. So if they're laying more than that, I'd say be careful. Boise, yeah, I would take the buffs if I'm uh, uh, take, getting that many. Boise State is at San Diego State, Nick. And have you seen this Boise State team? Well, first off, they are currently up six on Utah State in Logan, but they have, uh, they are winners of their last 10 games. All right. 10 two, in a row. Under, two undefeated teams in the Mountain West. I mean, San Diego State's only played 
two games, but <laughs> Hey, one of them, they beat Colorado state by 30. So that's, that's, that's impressive enough. That what, was the last time they played also on January the 8th. So a little concerning that they've only played a couple of games here. I mean, you know, so they've only played one game in January. Wow. You, you favor boy. I mean, I guess it depends if Boise beats Utah state or not tonight. It, it, that's two tough road trips, but especially with, with so what such a big COVID pause there. I think I'd have to lean Boise. Yeah. St. Mary's traveling down to Loyola. That could be Loyola Marymount. That could be a decent game. And then uh last game on the night on the slate for Saturday, Arizona state Stanford, Stanford has a chance uh, tonight. They're playing uh, Arizona. I'm laying the points and betting on Zona too. I took Zona too, just because I knew no fans for Stanford. Um, but if they were to get that win, that would be huge. And then they host Arizona State, a winnable game. Watch out for the Cardinals. Um, and that's Saturday's slate. Now, before we hop into Sunday, because Sunday's slate is much lighter, I just got to key in and let you know that the college basketball experience is brought to you by uh, Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download us. Yes, the SGPN app is free in the App Store and Google Play Store. You can, you can, I mean, it's just got everything. It's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts, our articles. NC Nick writes a bunch of great college basketball articles over there. I just wrote a great article on the top 20 college football lawn chair quarterbacks. So uh, go check those out. And uh, yeah, all right. Sunday, Nick, it's not, it's not a huge slate, um, but we do have some nice matchups. Butler at Providence. I, I look to take Butler plus the points there. I mentioned this and they cashed for me tonight with Georgetown Providence. When they're like a, a heavy favorite, they always yeah. keep the games closer than they should be. So this will probably be like a 12 or 13 point line. Take Butler in the points. I think Providence will win by seven. I will say Butler has been awful on the road lately. They are hanging tight with UConn right now at home, but uh, I mean, they beat Georgetown on the road, but, but two back-to-back losses against UConn and Villanova, two blowouts. I, but yeah, Providence doesn't blow anybody out. So if you're giving me, you know, like 12 to anything greater than 12 here, I think I'd be on Butler as well. Yeah. Northwestern at Purdue. Any chance that Purdue makes it another, another loss. Northwestern's been chippy. They, they just took down Michigan state without one of their better players. I don't think so. I think Purdue losing tonight. I, yeah, I don't see Purdue losing two in a row here. Yeah. Can Northwestern uh, keep it relatively close and cover in a game where Purdue's probably laying double digits. That's a tough game. That's tough. I can see it going either way. <laughs> Iona's at Quinnipiac. I think Iona will continue to get it done. Manhattan at Monmouth. That's a decent game. Um, Xavier at Marquette. Hello. This is probably the game of the day. I think on Sunday, um, what are you thinking there? I'm a, I'm riding Marquette, man. I like this team. I like Justin Lewis. I, I like think so too. Kolek. I'm sold. I'm I with like, you. Uh, the the Maryland transfer. Marcel, yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm riding Marquette at home, man. I'm with you. I am with you. UMass at St. Louis. Now that that's interesting that I bring this up because St. Louis, as one of my locks, went to UMass and lost tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the turnaround game. Now they got to come to St. Louis. That's a far trip. 
Double um, down, buddy. I might have to double down. I think I might. Um, so k- keep an eye out on that one in the A10. Arizona at Cal. Any chance uh, Mark Fox's team pulls off the upset against the number three team in the country? Cal's been tricky enough and good enough defensively to cover, especially at home. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a large spread here. So I think Cal can cover and Arizona could win by double digits, but still not get their cover. True. True. Memphis at Tulsa, Nick, this is one. Um, I mean, Memphis isn't going to make the NCAA tournament unless they get their shit together. They lost by eight tonight to SMU. They are nine and eight. And I'll tell you, uh, they lost to SMU at home. And b- so before tonight, they were seven and one at home, straight up, one and five on the road, straight up. They're not a good road team. So they needed to win tonight. And I think you're, I think you have to be on Tulsa here. Uh, Memphis just is bad on the road, man. Penny Hardaway turned down the Orlando Magic job to come back to Memphis because he 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 went mm. to Memphis. He said, "I'm <laughs> building something here," and maybe he is. They're all freshmen. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Don't you know? As just as quickly, don't do the same thing. Like you know, the national media they very quickly you know propped him up to be the next great coach and the next great team. Let's not do the same thing and throw him down just as quickly as they propped him up. Amen. Let's see how it plays out. All right. Well, how about this letdown spot? Indiana's hosting Michigan Sunday. Great rivalry. And uh, mm. Michigan with a the chance. They've been bad on the road lately, but here's a big opportunity for them to come into Bloomington. They what? they just got that big win over yeah, Maryland first, by 19 at home. Well, and Indiana just got that gigantic win against Purdue. So right. c- a good letdown spot for the Hoosiers, potentially. Pretty quick turnaround. I think I like what you're saying there. Uh, yeah, I think Michigan could keep this game close and potentially win it. Yeah. I think I might be, um, you know, drinking out of the same cup as you. I think I'm going to take Michigan in the points. And then the, the, the nightcap game, Washington at Oregon, someone woke up the Oregon ducks. And I think it started with no fans in Los Angeles, but the ducks got it done against USC and UCLA. All of a sudden they're 11 and six. Those are huge wins. Um, and then all of a sudden Washington though is doing some things too. Just you know, beating the Northern California team, Stanford and Cal last week. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly could. So uh once again, no fans though. Yeah. Oregon has fans, right? Yeah. Oregon has fans, I think. So they can they can play. It's I think it's just the California schools. What are you guys doing out there? <laughs> it's a bunch Get of your bullshit. Shit together. It's a bunch of bullshit. Um, all right, it's folks. Like, is that Gavin Newsom still? Yeah, they they recalled him, but then he still somehow won. All right, <laughs> they don't go out. But meanwhile, he's like at a dinner with like five hundred rich people. <laughs> Fucking jackass. Um. All right, folks, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Subscribe to the college football experience. We don't forget it's the off season, but it doesn't matter. We talk college football year round on the college football experience. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. We got that kicking off April 16th. Subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We got you covered all these sports. Let's sit back and uh, enjoy some college basketball this weekend. Go get that SGPN app. It's free in the App Store and Google Play Store. I'm on Twitter at DColbyD. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. The College Basketball Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow them on. Like Nick said, check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. You can find college basketball talk. You can find anything. You can find boat racing talk in there. All right. 
Uh, so do all that. All right. And uh, yeah, let's uh, enjoy just another awesome, awesome weekend of uh, college basketball as the season continues to heat up. All right, folks, this is the college basketball experience weekend preview. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.